Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. What's going on, Daniel? Football season. Oh, my goodness. It's about as much as I know, except... You did your draft. You're in the NFL Coming up to the fantasy, fantasy football, football, which means it's the time of the year where I beat something at Logan that he knows much more about in general. Ah, that's so great. last two years, I've beat him at fantasy that's football. That's because you approach it unemotionally, looking at statistics, probably following some, you know, hey, who's the hot, what do I get, you know, most bang value. for my buck. It's all value. Yep. And then he approaches it emotionally, mm-hmm. which is, you know. Just loads up on Packers. Absolutely. It's not good. That's okay. No one it's perfect. But uh, I agree. I have been to a preseason football game already. Uh, my first preseason game ever. It was a blast. Had a really good time. Ventured down to Nashville and watched the uh, Titans take on uh, the New England Patriots. And How it was a looking? lot of fun. Hmm? How they looking? Well, it's hard to tell because it's not all the starters. And, mm. you know, they don't. The, the other. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Looking for a scouting report. Uh, I don't have one yet. I mean, my favorite player is still sidelined, so we have to see what happens there. But it's uh, it's exciting to watch. It's fun. My son and I went down. It was funny, though. We went down and then uh, got a chance. We had great seats. And, and then afterwards, we got a chance to spend time with the players. And, I mean, just, you know, nice perks of having, having uh, you know, being a, being a lowly person with friends in higher places. And, uh, and we're walking back to the car, and he goes, we're coming to every home game. <laughs> I'm like, well, son, I don't think so. That's yeah. not going to happen. So, But it was fun, and, uh, and the Cats open this weekend. Nice. So we're cutting this on the 31st of August. This will come out way after that. And the Cats open uh, this Saturday, uh, noon game. So we're going to be out there at 9 a.m. tailgating. Cool. Get those mimosas going and uh, breakfast casserole and be ready to go. Got a new setup this year. I got a. I got a. I got this. Uh, this thing that anchors into our hitch on our truck and attaches a TV to it. Impressive. Oh my gosh, styling! Cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. Not sure what I'll watch on it because it's a noon game. So basically, it means I'm just going to have game day on before. Okay. You know what game day is? Nope. Okay. Let's move on. All right. This podcast and all sponsored by Jewel Financial, J-O-U-L-E, financial.com. Visit us on the web. Learn more about our wealth development program. Hey, check out our new site. We're working on some new things there. Uh, I would ask for feedback, but I don't know. There's 10,000 of you, so don't don't send me your feedback. <laughs> but check out the website. You know, our wealth development program, there's a, a good little video Logan put on there about what that is. If that's of interest to you, maybe you've got a complex situation. A lot of folks out there listening have these unique options, and you're trying to figure out tax strategies and so forth. One of the reasons we uh, brought Allie, the CPA, on board is to help with things like that. So take a look, and if it's something that uh, you think would be worthwhile for you and or your family, hit us up and let us know, and we'll uh, schedule a Zoom, and, and we'll have a conversation. If we can help you, great. If we can't, that's okay, too. Uh, what else? Podcast questions. Always interested in those. Keep those coming. Uh, our our mice that send out the uh, gift cards have been a little slacking lately. I'm getting some hate mail for that, but I promise you Logan will be back on that. He will send those out. Uh, but you do get a $25 Amazon gift card if we use your question on the show. 
We will send you a $25 Amazon gift card. And keep those questions coming. Send it to podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. If you've sent in a question and you're like, man, they have never used my question, more than likely it was probably four minutes long. Or you wrote it in. One of those two. So send us an audio file question, podcast at DIYmoney.org. Try to keep it a minute or less, and we'll use it on the show. And we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. All right, we've got a question from Amy today. Amy, what do you got? DIY! Hey, DIY Money. My name is Amy from Minnesota. I have a question in regards to self-employment and saving for retirement and taxes. My husband recently changed careers and is now self-employed. He has a 401k from his previous employer in a Vanguard account. We know roughly how much he will be making each month. What is your advice on continuing to save for retirement while being self-employed so we don't fall behind? Also, should we be putting away anything to save for taxes? I don't know much about self-employment taxes, but we don't want to be surprised when that time comes. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Really love the podcast. Thank you. Amy, thanks so much for sending this question. I cannot stress how important it is to get wise counsel when you are venturing off into the self-employment world. Was Amy from Minnesota? Oh yeah, you betcha. Side note, I was just at Lake Vermilion with my family in Upper Minnesota. Yeah. I'm now like I have it circled on my Zillow, not that I'm ever going to buy a lake house, like I just probably will never do that, but I love looking and I loved Lake Vermilion. Hmm. Loved it. Except for the mosquitoes. So, first year in business, uh I would say the first 3 or 4 months I Probably just starved. I was broke. I had no money. Uh, worked hard, very hard. At the time, in full disclosure, I still sold commissionable products. It was how I basically tried to put food on the table. I'm not proud of that, but I did. That's the way a lot of people get their start. 20-some years ago, I did that. So I did some deals, got some things in the hopper, was able to, to start building a business, and was able to pay bills, and I had a decent year to start. And I'll never, ever forget when I got a call from my accountant on or around April 10th. I mean, it was absurd. And the call went like this. Hey, Quint, um, so I got some news that you owe about 20 grand to the government. I mean, I hit the floor. I didn't have 20 grand. I didn't know where that was coming from. And I had like five days to figure it out. It was scary. I'll never forget it. It was unbelievable. Now, I'll save the rest of that story for another time. But what I did not account for was self-employment tax. And basically, when you are self-employed, you pay all of what your employer traditionally pays half of, and you see half of go out of your check. Uh, Medicare, FICA, right? FICA, Social Security, Medicare... Uh, that's what would be if you're employed. Yeah. Yes. So you pay that all. It's approximately 12 and a half percent. I'm just throwing numbers out on the fly and I keep looking at Daniel because I want to 15.3 would be the self-employment. Is that, but it's 12 plus the three for Medicare or something like that. 
Uh, Whatever. Yes. 15. Okay. Yeah, you're so, talking about the Social Security side, and then, yes. Yeah, so I was gonna, So the full self-employment. The full, yeah, so I was going there. 12 12% for something, 3% for something. Basically, 15% off the top self-employment. So for every $1,000 that you make, 150 bam, you better have put aside. Before you've even paid income. Oh, I'm getting there. Stop yeah. cutting me. Stop it's jumping. Right. Stop jumping. Moving it along. I've got to, I've got to, you know, I've got to build it up. I've got to I build know. it up. So it's then you're thinking, Amy's thinking, hey, 150 bucks, that's not bad. <laughs> then it flows over onto your 1040. What I tell people who are going into business for themselves is right off the top, every dollar you get, that's profit, okay? And it's profit, not not you know just gross revenue, but assuming it's profit. Now, you're self-employed, so you're working for someone else. Maybe you have some deductions, some mileage, some things like that. We'll get to that in a second. 30%. Set aside 30% in another account for taxes on every dollar you make. Of profit or revenue? Yeah, I mean he's ten ninety nine, so he's you know he's getting paid. Yep. It's not like he's starting a business. Uh, my understanding, he's self employed. He know they said we know what he'll make right mm-hmm. consistently. So he went to a ten ninety nine contract labor. He didn't. Sure. I don't think necessarily started his own business. If you start your own business, yes, we would be talking about profit. We would mm-hmm. be talking about hey, I made ten thousand this month, but I spent five to make it. So the five thousands profit, you need to set aside fifteen hundred. Okay. That's number one, 30% off the top. Number two, yes, there are unique and positive ways to save for retirement while being self-employed. Unfortunately, you're going to need a tax advisor to look and recommend the best one. I can suggest some so that you're aware. Obviously, there's the basic traditional IRA. That's for anybody. There's some phase-out provisions to get the deduction, but there's traditional IRA. But in self-employed people, there is even an individual 401k. may make sense. A simplified employee pension, SEP, which is really not a pension. You're not an employee, and it's really not that simple, but that's what it's called. (laughs) So it's called a SEP IRA, Simplified Employee Pension. That's a great methodology There's also what's called a simple IRA. Now, this is a pretty standard tax question for your CPA or tax advisor. But yes, Amy, you'll want to make sure that you are adding additional funds. What I tell people, again, is if you're going into self-employment or you're starting a business, pretty much 50% needs to be put away, 30% for your taxes and an additional 20% for your savings. Why so high? Because you're not getting any sort of match anymore. You're not getting any additional match. And, oh, by the way, you're self-employed, which means, my personal opinion, yes, the upside is much greater, hence probably why you went self-employed route. However, the reality is you could be cut just as easily. So in my opinion, there should be more being put away for the future so you don't lose ground. Now, you might do that math and go, wait a second, that's half of the check. Like, like that's we don't have enough to live on. Leads me to my next point and final point before I turn it over to Daniel. The allure of self-employment and or starting a business is attractive, 
But many people fail to look at the real difference in expenses, taxes, and otherwise when it comes to not having benefits such as health care, 401k match, etc. Those all have to be analyzed. So right off the top, again, self-employment tax is huge. Comes over on your 1040. Find a good tax advisor. Get some input there. Also, yes, set up an appropriate retirement savings vehicle that makes sense for your situation to save and not miss a beat going forward. My summary, you're going to need a tax advisor. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting into sort of the self-employed world, you're complicating your financial life, tax life, things like that. You should then start to bring in some of those experts to really help advise you uh, and kind of keep you on the right track. Also, uh, obviously, you're going to look at the various retirement account options that are available to you, but don't throw out just a simple taxable um, investing vehicle like a joint account or individual account. These can be very useful for self-employed individuals because they might have irregular income or if they're more entrepreneurial, they may look for other opportunities in the future to either start a different business uh, or make other investments. And so having that cash liquid and available uh, really so that you can utilize it for other options, not just retirement, can be a benefit to some people as long as they keep the longer term, bigger picture kind of in focus for a lot of um, small business owners that we work with or entrepreneurial type people, self-employed type people. Uh, and I know in this case, we we're talking about a contractor, but for more sort of genuine entrepreneurial self-employed people, a lot of times the business itself is their retirement plan. Uh, and we work with a lot of people uh, over time who grow a business, then sell a business. That is legitimately their retirement plan. And so uh, basically the cashing out of that business. So keep in mind that it might be better for some individuals and folks to have taxable monies available to them throughout that journey in life. So something you'd really want to discuss and talk about with uh, a planner as well. I like that 30% threshold for taxes. Keep in mind that that doesn't mean that that's all you will owe in taxes. Depending on the combined income of a household, uh, the 15-ish percent that you'll own in self-employment uh, plus whatever your uh, top end tax rate is for your family is kind of what you could end up paying on the last couple dollars um, or a significant chunk of that self-employment income. I think it's uh, self-employment, starting a business, again, uh, upsides unlimited, control your own schedule, et cetera. I think it's amazing. Uh, obviously, you know we're entrepreneurs. We're fully behind that. I also think, and this is from a person who stumbled, made, made every mistake you could make in the books to start, uh, find finding that team again sounds like uh, you know going the 1099 route within an organization. That's what I'm gathering from this comment or this question. Uh, but for those of you out there that if you're starting a business or you have started a business, you're starting to make capital, etc. You've got to have that team. You might not think, look, I'm not making any money right now. I'm not, you know, I'm just trying to get by. Well, maybe your team can you know, consist of three friends that one of them's an accountant, one of them's an attorney, you know, that kind of thing. But you've got to have the team. You, you, you know, if you don't, then when you, when you are successful down the road, it's very difficult to go backwards and sort of set up the right structure, put in place the right things. We deal with this all the time. Our primary clientele in Jewel on, on the wealth, you know, kind of the wealth advisor, the mature wealth advisor front are folks who own small businesses. 
many times these are folks that have been working in this business 30, 40 years. They've put all their sweat equity, everything into this business. And then now in their 50s or 60s, they put, pick their head up and they go, oh, what do I do now? And, and we work with that. I mean, we get in there and we get our hands dirty and we kind of try to make sense of the business and the finances and the family affairs. And we try to put all this stuff together. And often they have a team by that point. They do have a team. However, I can almost always look back and go, oh, man, if you would have just done this one little thing, like if you would have just implemented a Roth 401k inside your business, you would be so much better off. Or those first five years or that, you know, we, we saw some folks the other day, they had two years of tax losses, like losses. They, 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 and they were like, well, this is great. We got two years of not paying taxes. Meanwhile, they had half a million dollars in an IRA that could have been converted to a Roth and never paid tax again. But nobody was there to say, hey, let's look at the big picture and do it. So again, this is more for people out there, small businesses, but develop your team early. It's paramount to long-term success. Great question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Amy, thanks for sending that in. All she did was record an audio file on her phone, emailed it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. We used it on the show, and now she'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.